Amen. Go ahead and give him some glory. Give the Lord some praise. Truly, he is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. Amen. We certainly thank the choir. Amen. For keeping the Holy Ghost power. Amen. Party alive. Amen. The one that the word of God says, let everything that has breath. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. It's, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. Well, come on, somebody. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Even if Reverend Trouble sent you back to church, I'm glad you're in church. Come on, somebody. Don't miss that. I say, even if Reverend Trouble sent you here. Come on, somebody. I'm glad you are here because he messed up by sending you to church. Come on, somebody. He messed up by sending you to church because Isaiah said, no weapon formed against me. I wish I had some help in here. No weapon. Yes, yes, you may be going through something, but no weapon. Amen. The devil may be on your track and trying to turn you back, but no weapon. Amen. God got your number and his number. Amen. Come on, somebody, because the word said that even the, he numbers the hairs on your head. I'm glad God got my number. Amen. Because he's going to come and see about me. I wish I had some help in here. He's going to come and see about you too. Amen. In fact, he already knows about you. David said, thou knowest my down sitting and my uprising. Thou understandest my thoughts afar. Thou, God knows what you're going through. And he knows what you're thinking about. But if you would just put a praise on your problems. Come on, somebody. Put a praise on your problem. It'd be all right. Put a praise on your problem and let him know. Come on, somebody. Let him know. Lord, come on, somebody. I know you know me. Lord, I know you're going to take care of me. Lord, if you're good, I, I praise you. I honor you. I will magnify you. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. I said to God be the glory. Amen. Amen. I feel like preaching in there. Come on, somebody. Amen. I don't have a long sermon. I'm going to do part one today, part two next week, and if we do part three thereafter, amen, God's still going to get the glory. Come on, somebody. So I need your help. Amen. I think it's about 12 minutes long. Come on. Amen. But if you get happy, it'll be a little longer. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. We thank Reverend Patterson for residing. Reverend Pearson, we see you. It's going to be all right. Just raise that hand. Come on, somebody. And declare and decree it's healed. Come on, sister. Amen. Amen. Sister Gloria Campbell gave us that testimony. He came and attacked me. But thanks. Come on, somebody. Be to God. God, the doctor. Amen. Come on, somebody. God, the heart regulator. God, the mind, come on, somebody. God, the fixer, but God, come on, somebody. I'm going through, but come on, somebody. God, I, I know he can do all. Hold me, somebody. Talk to me, somebody. That's your time to praise him. I know he can pause, tell us that I can do all things. I know he can, I can do it, but I know he can do it even better. So my help and my hope is in him. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. There is a word from the Lord. I need your prayers and your amens. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter number one. That's what's read earlier. Amen. If you would just, amen, turn that there. Amen. And we're going to look at just one verse in chapter four, chapter one of Ephesians. Okay. Amen. One verse. If you just put your hand on that book and we just have to go to the Lord in prayer for a moment. God, again, we thank you. 
because you're a mighty good God. We trust, hope, and believe in you and you only. Father, we need you right now. You know our situations, you know our circumstances, and you know our conditions. And right now, Father, we just give those things over unto thee because your word tells us, amen, because you care for us. So, Father, we cast it all upon thee, knowing that you're going to work things out for our good. Somebody right now needs a word from on high. Somebody needs to be encouraged. Somebody needs a little push, Father, because they're going through something. But, Father, we just give them to you, and you work on them. You work on us. For our good and we know that it's going to work out for our good why because we love you father and we know that you will withhold no good things from those who love you father we need you to be so that we can be a mouthpiece when we leave from this Bethel spot to go out and tell somebody what must i do to be saved in jesus name we pray and ask and for his name's sake we pray amen 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 amen, amen. i'm glad you all like me glad that you got the heat on for a reason you woke up and it was cold outside Amen. The heat just not, isn't on for any reason. Amen. The light bill place to see you a little later, but we thank God for the cold weather outside. Amen. That brought us in the church anyways. Amen. Ephesians, Paul's letter to the church of Ephesus, chapter number one. Look at verse number four. Amen. Verse number four is this. Amen. It reads as this. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Verse four in the eight clause says, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Amen, if you don't mind looking at your person next to you, the neighbor in front of you, behind you, amen, go on and smile at him. Amen, go ahead and smile, show him what you're working with. Amen, show him what you're working with, amen. You show him what you, did you show your neighbor that smile? Amen. Look at him in his or her eyes. Amen. Amen. If you don't mind just telling your neighbor, amen, and for a subject neighbor, you are chosen for a purpose. Amen. You are chosen for a purpose. Amen. Come on, somebody. We ought to be able to praise God for that. Amen. Because your neighbors told you, neighbor, you, come on, somebody, are chosen for a purpose. Amen. Amen. Now, you can just go and tell yourself, I'm chosen for a purpose. Come on, somebody. Amen. Chosen for a purpose. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, without a doubt, if there is ever a person whom all of us should always try to always impress and please, we should always work for no matter what the task or duty requires, yet we should never walk away from or give up on despite how hard or difficult things may be in your life. That person is nobody but the Lord. I need your prayers now. You see, if the truth be told, God doesn't need us for anything. And there's nothing that we could ever do to fulfill even one of his needs if he had one. Therefore, it behooves every person to do your best in everything you do and to take whatever you're going through to the Lord first and give it your all and your all that you do and let God do his part. Without a doubt, not one person on the face of earth showed any love toward you or value you in the slightest way as the Lord does. Here in our text, Paul tells us in verse 4, 
and uh, it says, according as he, meaning God, has chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Here, this one verse shatters and dispels all the rejection and bondage by telling you that God chose you. Goodwill, don't get things twisted, nor live your life in confusion. But do understand this one thing. God chose you to be his child before he created the heavens and the earth. You are no accident, nor are you a mistake or an error. You were in God's heart and God's mind long before the universe and earth heard your first cry. Don't let anyone tell you and don't ever think or say that you are unloved and unwanted. I think there is a better way to appreciate the value of being chosen than to explore the definition of the word. Now technically, chosen means to call out. Therefore, we can conclude that the Lord called us out of something. If the truth be told, yes, God did call us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus Christ. Yet there is more to discover in the word chosen. Walk with me, somebody. Now, hold, hold me now. I know grammar may not be your best, but I need to explain this from, a, from that perspective, okay? From an academic perspective. The grammar in the Greek language has a function for the verb called voice. The voice of the verb tells us about the relationship between the action of the verb and the subject. In this case, the voice teaches us that not only were we chosen, but we were chosen for the Lord by the Lord. Come on, somebody. But you see, God choosing us was not simply for an assignment in the kingdom, but we are chosen for him. And that's the first point we can draw from our text. We were chosen for him. Goodwill, I need you to get excited. I need you to put something in this like you're going to get social security check. Put something in to get something out. This is the only point I'm going to use. And that is you were chosen for him. Goodwill, you are God's treasure. Malachi 3.17 states that when God comes back to make up his jewels, we shall be his. You see, we are not only participants in the work of the kingdom, but we are the treasures of God, and we are the treasure for God. Oh, I think I need to say that again. We are the treasure for God, and we are the treasure. Oh, come on, somebody. We are God's treasure. Goodwill, the timing of this choosing is also very important. God made the decision from the foundation of the world to choose you, to choose us. We are called out before the Lord ever, we, we were called out before the Lord ever flung the stars into space. Before God set the rivers in motion or before God filled the nightingale mouth with a song, we were on God's mind from the very beginning of creation. We are not a last-minute change of mind or a reaction to a problem. We are an integral part of God's initial design. We are chosen by God to be his precious child. We are created and handcrafted by our creator for a specific purpose. Get this goodwill. In fact, if you pull out your cell phone. Pull out your cell phone and tweet a friend this right here. 
treat your friend. We are wanted and valued by the almighty king for the entire universe. Oh, I, treat your friend that. Tell your friend you are, you are wanted and valued by the almighty king of the entire universe. What a, what a wonderful blessing it, it is. What a great source of emotion and spiritual wealth to know that we are God's chosen ones. Here's what I'm saying, since y'all want to get quiet on me. Here's what I'm saying. When, when, when we were children, we knew it was special to be chosen for a particular team. When the young folks have a, 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 that, that Christmas play and Sister Black choose them, it's going to be special for them to have a specific part. It was special when you were chosen to be on the drama team in school. It was special when you were chosen to, to lead a solo on the choir. It was special. It was a special thing when, you were, when your class project was chosen and, and, and you won first place. Brothers, talk to me, brothers. When you started dating, we felt special when we were chosen to date someone we like and admire. Am I right about that? When we married, we were grateful. Come on, somebody. Come on, brothers. You can look at your wife. Wife, you can look at your husband when I say this. When we, when we married, we were grateful that our spouse chose us to be his or her marriage partner and lover. When we gave birth to our children, and, and we were all that God chose us and entrusted us with their precious lives. But there's nothing more awesome than to know that God chose us long before our birth to be in a relationship with him and to fulfill a part of his eternal plan. God also chose you to be his child and to be a part of the body on the earth at, a, at, at precisely this time and in precisely the location where you find yourself. God does not randomly snatch some piece of wood that has fallen down through a crack in the wall and say, oh, all right, I'll go ahead and add this to the house. No, but with great determination, with great deliberation and design, God has said, I want you. I'm going to use you for this particular job. I want you, your specific personality, and your unique uh, set of talents in this precious position at this significant time. Goodwill, before you leave this church, do know this. The Lord has crafted you and formed you. God has molded you and made you. He knows your strength and your weakness and your character. He has caused you to be a perfect fit and a perfect tool for a precise and important role in his plan. Jeremiah tells us this way, just as how much God knows about us and when he called or chose us, Jeremiah 1, chapter 4 says, verse 4 says, says, when the word of the Lord came unto me, before, he says, before I formed thee in the belly, come on somebody, I knew thee. And before I knew thee, and before thou camest forth, out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee. Goodwill, make no mistake about this. God called you. He chose you for a reason. 
to praise him. He chose you for a reason to magnify him. He chose you for a reason to give him glory. And, and for that reason, he loves you just as you are. So what? You ain't perfect like your cousin. God still loves you no matter what. Even on those days when you act like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, when one day you are nice, kind, sweet, and loving and forgiving, and then at the blink of an eye, you can be just as mean as a pit bull. And if folks don't move out of your way, you will bite them like a rattlesnake. With all of your flaws, God still loves you. Come on, somebody. Before your mama chose your daddy to be her boyfriend or her husband, Jeremiah said, the Lord said, I knew thee. I chose thee. Aren't you glad God knows all about you? Aren't you glad God chose you despite you being you? Goodwill before God put big ears and a long tail on a monkey, he chose you. Before God put a hump on a camel's back, God chose you. Before he gave a giraffe a long legs and long neck, he chose you. Before God put stripes on a tiger and before the tiger said, Raw, God chose you. I wish I had some praises in here. Despite all of your mistakes, despite all of your downfalls, you have been chosen just as the cedar of Lebanon were selected one by one for the building of Solomon's temple. No wonder Jesus said to his disciples in John 15 verse 16, he says, ye, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit goodwill god chose you come on somebody he chose you even though you got flaws even though you messed sleep even though you messed up from time to time god chose you and yet he still loves you because he loves you and chose you in the eyes of god it's always valentine Come on, somebody. On Monday, he loves you and he's going to choose you. On Tuesday, he loves you no matter what. On Wednesday, when you're mad and acting crazy, God still loves you. On Thursday, when you don't know what to do, where to go, God still loves you. On Friday, come on, somebody. When you want to go party like it's 1999, God still loves you. On Saturday, when you're doing what you want to do. On Sunday, when you can barely get up and come to church, God still has chosen you. No wonder the word of God said, let the redeemer of the Lord say so. Are you glad that God chose you with all of your faults, all of your problems, all of your mistakes? You ought to be able to give God some praises. You ought to be able to clap your hands and say, no matter what, I'm going to keep my hand in God's unchanging hand. It's God. See, see, the same is true for us today as his disciples on earth. What good news in that no matter what might be right or wrong with us or what we might like or dislike about ourselves, we must be all right with God because he has chosen us for his work. And in the fullness of time, God is going to use us to fulfill, come on somebody, for the fulfillment of his plan. He's going to uh, he's going to apply your your, your unique personalities and abilities to a particular place at a time in history. So all you gotta do is keep worshiping him and working with him, and he's gonna use you. I don't know about you, but that's enough for me to get happy. He's gonna use you. 
Come on, somebody. So goodwill, stop to think about this. Anytime you feel tempted to start trying to be like another person, if you give up being who you are in order to become like somebody else, you're going to, you, you're going to be duplicating a piece in the puzzle that God already has. God made you in a precise way for a precise purpose and only you will do. I wish I had some help in here. Let me say it again. Let me, let me say it again so that can resonate in your mind. If you don't mind me, I, I'm a point at, God, if you don't mind if I point at y'all, I, I know when I was growing up and you point at somebody, mm -mm, that means, uh-uh, you don't point at somebody, but brother, Dick, all the choir members, I want you to know that God chose you. He chose you to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Brother Deacons, aren't you glad God chose you? Aren't you glad God chose you to be a servant to him, to serve the people for him? Come on, somebody. Deacons, go on. High five one another and say, Brother, I'm glad God chose you. Come on, somebody. Where, where are my ushers? Ushers, aren't you glad God chose you? Ushers, wave your hand. Aren't you glad God chose you to be at the door so when somebody comes in with a, with a frown on their face, they can see God in you, and it's you who's going to give them God a, a smile, and you are going to pat that sister or that brother on the back and say, go on and sit there, bow your head, and praise God, and God will come to see about you. Aren't you God chose you? Well, I wish I had some praises here. Bitch members, bitch members. Where are my bitch members? All the bitch members in here. Okay, okay. All the members of Goodwill, wave your hand. Wave your hand. Wave your hands in the air just like you just don't care. Aren't you glad God chose you? Come on, somebody. Aren't you glad he woke you up this morning? Aren't you glad he put food on your table? Aren't you glad he put clothes on your back? Aren't you glad that he allowed you to come to his house to tell him about your problems, to tell him about what you're going through, to tell him about what you need for him? But if in faith, if you give him some praise, if you give him some honor, your problems, what you're going through, has a due date. It will come to an end. Why? Because trouble don't last always. You were chosen by God. Come on, somebody. You were chosen by God. I'm glad God chose me. Five, three and a half, Salatio. Oh, yes, short brown skin. But I'm glad he chose me. Sisters, aren't you glad he chose you? Oh, yes, you may not be tall. Come on, somebody. You may not be thin like you used to be, but still, he can use you. Brothers, aren't you glad God chose you? Come on, somebody. You may have a head full of hair or no hair, yet God still chose you, and he can use you just as you are. You ought to give him some praises for that. God made you in a precise way for a precise purpose, and only you will do. When God called you, he wanted you. When God chose you, he, cho he wanted you. When you are, you are his treasure and his delights. He has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. And so no matter what you're going through in your life, even now, know this, you are chosen by God. Although things may be rough and tough and painful, God chose you for him to praise him, to glorify him, 
and to magnify his name. David, David in Psalms 37, verse 23, puts it this way. He says, the steps. Come on, somebody. He says, the steps. I wish I had some folks who don't mind just stretching their feet. He said, the step of a good man. Come on, somebody. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. If you walk in God's way, come on, somebody. If you step in the right direction for the living God, what you need, God will give it to you because he said you are the delight. I wish I had some praise in here. You are the delight in his ways. And so am I closing, my brothers and sisters? So good will make no mistake about this. Although you are chosen by God, that doesn't mean that every day you're going to have sunshine. It doesn't mean that folks aren't going to get on you on your job. It doesn't mean that loved ones won't be understanding to your habits and your ways. It doesn't mean that the devil and his imps won't cause you to make you give up on God because of some sickness or some weakness that you can't control in your life. Being a child of God also means that you will have problems. You will have pain. You will have trouble. But do know this trouble won't last always. That's why David tells us in Psalms 37, verse 1 and 3, he says, fret not thyself because of evildoers. I wish I had some praises in here. I wish I had some Bible reason. Who knows that scripture? He says, fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou enemies of the, against the workers of iniquity. He said, for they shall soon be cut down like grass and withered as the herb. But then he goes on and he says, trust in the Lord and do good so shall thou dwell in the land and verily thou shall be fed he said trouble won't last always but you trust in the Lord and thou shall be fed you trust God to work things out for you you trust God to make a way for you you trust God to cover your child you trust God to cover your house he says and thou shall Come on, somebody. That means a blessing is coming after the trouble. Come on, somebody. He says a blessing. He says, threat not thyself because of evildoers. Okay, evildoers, right? That means I have trouble, right? He said, fret not because they shall soon be cut down. In other words, that your problem coming to an end. And he goes, says, and thou shalt. I wish I had some. Why aren't y'all quiet in him? He not only that he says in verse 4, he says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. I got trouble on this side, but I'm going to praise God on this side. And when I praise God on this side, my blessings are going to come down for me right where I am. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Goodwill, you are chosen by God. Solomon tells us in Proverbs chapter 16, uh, this is my last name, Proverbs 16, verse 3 and 7, as to what we should do for the Lord. He says, commit thy way unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. He said, when a man weighs, please the Lord. He maketh even his enemy to be peace with him. In other words, if you trust God, if you commit your ways unto the Lord and don't worry about getting back, clapping back, acting out, and trying to get back at somebody, he said, thy ways will please and even his enemy and peace. Keep doing your best in whatever you do for the Lord. 
Paul tells us in Colossians chapter 3, verse 20, he says, whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly as something done for the Lord and not for men, knowing that you will receive, hold me somebody, you will receive the inheritance from the Lord. Talk to me somebody, good will do your best. Give it your all. Lead the rest to God. You keep worshiping God. You keep praising God. You keep telling somebody about the good news. You keep telling somebody about the man from Galilee. You keep telling God all of what you're going through. And God will. God will. God will come to see about you. God will. He will. He will. Yes, he will. Make sure that what you're going through be there with you to bring you out of what you're going through and then you ought to be able to give him some praise give him some glory give him some honor give him a hand clap give him a smile give him a look up give him a wink give him something and not act like a bump on a log but say i know my god is good because i'm gonna see about me because why he has chosen me molded me shaped me into his own image. That's why he says in Genesis, in the beginning. Come on, somebody. In the beginning. Okay, what's the word? But then he goes to say, let us make man. Brother, sister, us. God the Father, us. God the Son, us. God the Holy Ghost shaped you and molded you and chose you to be the you that you are. So what? They don't like you. So what? So what? God loves you anyhow come on somebody every day is like valentine's when it comes to you and god he loves you and you know on valentine's you know you got to give a gift am i right about that you know you got to give every day god shows you love and every day he gives you gifts i wish i had some praises in there every day he shows you love and every day he gives you gifts Watch it quiet. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Put it in reverse. Yesterday, he fed you, right? Why? Because he loved you. Put it in reverse. On Friday, come on, somebody. You got a paycheck. Why? Because he loved you. Put it in reverse. Oh, come on, somebody. When you went to bed on, on Thursday, God protect you. Why? Because he loved you. Put it in reverse. On Wednesday, when you came out the Bible study, you studied his word. You gave him praise and honor. Why? Because he loved you. On Tuesday, come on, somebody. He woke you up to go to work. Why? Because he loves you. On Monday, come on, somebody. He started you out on your way. Come on, somebody. For a week for you to be where you are right now. So on last Sunday, God made a plan for you to be back here this Sunday. And since he brought you back from last Sunday to this Sunday, you ought to be able to give God some praises, give God some honor, and some glory. Amen. 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 You were chosen for a purpose. Amen. You were.